Welcome to another episode of Exploring Possibilities, available on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, and my website, journeyofpossibilities.com. Every week we connect here and have what I consider to be some of the most interesting conversations on the planet about holistic spiritual living. Now, both this show and the website are made possible by Mario Rosales, who I'll also be chatting with today, of Tech Life Balance. Mario, let's take a minute, and can you please tell our listeners how you can help them? Thank you, Cheryl. I actually want to say, first off, I don't speak geek. I speak English, Lightworker, Galactic, Spanish, or you name it, I can probably work it or figure it out, even sign language, maybe. Anyway, the truth of the matter is I can make it understandable for you. Technology seems to be very complicated for a lot of people, and I've been in it for a long time, and I can make it understandable. I don't try to sell you stuff that you don't need because that's not me. What I am, I am the type of person that can give you the truth. The things that you don't need, we can say, no, we don't need that. Or I even have a, a listener one time that called me and we agreed that we weren't, uh, she wasn't ready for my services. So what can I help you with? I can help you with websites, blogs, video, podcasts, social media. And yeah, even that weird stuff, go ahead and give me a call and we can figure it out. Contact me at margosalas.net and I look forward to talking to you. Who are you? Why are you here? What wonders and opportunities await you beyond physical death? What happened millennia ago to create the damaged earth and fractured societies you see around you? Empowering, enlightening, internationally acclaimed, the Joseph Communications books offer answers to these questions. Spiritual, concise, contemporary, non-denominational, the communications originate from Joseph, a highly evolved discarnate spirit concerned for you and the future of the planet and its peoples. The words of Joseph and his soul group give you the power to bring light and change into your own life and the lives of others and to restore the earth. Available in paperback, ebook and audiobook formats, the communications can be ordered today at www.thejosephcommunications.com and also from Amazon and other major booksellers. All proceeds are used for further publishing and advertising and to make the communications available worldwide. All right, and we're back. And what an interesting time to be doing a show. Welcome, Mario. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Well, there's just a whole lot we could talk about right now. These are some interesting times. That it is. You can <laughs> turn that way and it's something else is going on and then that way and there's another one and then that way and there's some more and then up there and down there and everywhere. Yes. Every time I pick up the phone, you know, I'll, I'll be sitting there and I'll, I'll something God knows, maybe, maybe the wind triggers me. Right. Cause right now, like <laughs> it's so edgy. This energy is so high energy and it's edgy energy and it's irritated, aggravated energy. So it doesn't take much. I and, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know anything of what you're talking about. And we're all in it. So like we are triggering each other all over the place. The phone will ring and I'll be irritated because the phone rang and then I'll pick it up and somebody else is in a process and whew. light stuff, I tell you, light <laughs> stuff. And you know, we're kind of crazy, right? So in the middle of all this, what they call the lion's gate, and I kind of want to talk about that because it's part of the title of the show. So the lion's gate happens every year and it happens on the 26th of July and it runs this year until August 11th. So we know this energy is going to happen I understand it's when the sun and Sirius rise and set around the same time, and Sirius is 
like our spiritual sun and it's massive. And so the energy that comes through is kind of crazy. And then this year we've got three eclipses during that period and six planets in retrograde. So there's just a whole lot going on and it's moving through Leo. (laughs) Sun is moving through Leo. So again, it's high energy right now because of the way everything is aligning. There's a lot of agitation and a lot of us are feeling exhausted because this just kind of seems to keep going and going and going. Yeah, it's definitely has seemed that way for quite some time. I'm kind of tired. I think I'm going to go take a nap. (laughs) Well, and we're brilliant because in the middle of all that, let's have a shamanic traditions retreat at the water and see what else comes up, right? (laughs) During full moon, somebody's (laughs) bright idea over there next to me. (laughs) Which brings me to the other part of today's title of our show. I'm coming out of the closet full blast. I'm a star seed. I'm I'm a star seed right here in Texas. And all that that means, which is basically... That a few years ago, I realized that maybe some of us are the aliens we've been waiting for, and I, Earth isn't my first rodeo. <laughs> I'm just a star. It, of course you are, dear. <laughs> I am. No, I, I, I too am coming out of the closet, and yes, I am a star C too. That's why I speak galactic. <laughs> if you've heard in my commercials, I speak galactic. Well, it started kind of around the time this show started with someone living in my home. And I've talked about it on the shows where I've had people talking about star seeds and where we come from and all of that. But otherwise, I'd, I haven't really owned it a lot. And that's been part of what this energy is bringing up for me is what it does to my energetic field to have a part of myself suppressed. And if it's not the star seed, there's a lot of other places that's showing up right now. For some of us, it's in our relationships. We haven't been living our whole truth and we can't suppress that anymore. Some of us, it's our careers. This is just not working for me anymore, and I'm so irritated, and I've got to make a change. So what's coming up for you as a listener? What's coming up for you right now with these energies? Because I was telling Mario before the show started, I feel like a dog with a, I feel like the toy that's in the dog's mouth. And you know when the dog shakes his head back and forth and the toy's just flinging around? That's kind of how I felt during this Lionsgate energy. Yeah, it's definitely kind of hardcore. That's the <laughs> only way I can say it. But, you know, Cheryl, that when I started with this uh, metaphysical path, the word starseed kind of had me perplexed a little bit. Can you expand a little bit more? So exactly what a starseed is? Well, and I've kind of been using the term galactic more than I've used starseed. But starseed seems to be more universal for people that are aware that Earth isn't their first rodeo. And it just means that we have had a presence in another planet or in another galaxy before we've had a presence here on Earth. So to say we're a starseed is definitely to say we believe in reincarnation because we're in this body and we're saying it's not our first. And it's to say that we came from somewhere else. And how that was presented to me was interesting because it happened during the time that I started doing this shamanic work and I was learning that Truth isn't in a book anywhere. Truth is in my body and starting to learn how to feel truth. I would say that's a prerequisite to even know if you're a starseed is if we're still looking for the truth out there or asking our friends or loved ones or coaches or gurus for the truth, it's going to be really hard to figure out if we're a starseed because you can ask 10 people and get 10 different answers. But when a coach living in my home presented to me some options that suggested that I was from the Orion belt... I was like, yeah, I could feel that in my body. 
And it wasn't that he told me, he gave me choices and I navigated my own way to that answer. And then I felt the truth of it. Is that how it worked for you? It worked for me too, like that. But the other part that really I started putting two and two together is I started looking at some of the old paintings that shamanic uh, shamans were painting after their ayahuasca ceremony. And they had little men there and they even had little UFOs on it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so I said, wait a minute. It's like in this, if a shaman has this, this vision, it's like, why not? And I don't know. I just felt that that was right. Yeah, that was correct for me. And I feel it and I feel it's right. So again, that internal compass. Mm -hmm. That internal compass, I think, becomes very important because when really you look at it, if we follow our internal compass, we usually wind up exactly where we need to be. Which is very different than where the head might want us to go because the head is going, ooh, don't go over there that you might get hurt right? I've been hurt before. Don't do that because it might hurt. Or people will think we're crazy or whatever. Like me coming on in Texas saying I'm a star seed. I'm putting myself out there a little bit, but it's my truth. And back to the whole Lionsgate theme, if we don't own our truth and become comfortable in the totality of who we are, at least with ourselves and start to own that, then how can we expect others to love us in our totality? How can we expect to find our path and live our path if we can't embrace the whole full truth of who we are? Yeah, you have to be wide open and you have to trust and just follow, like you said, follow your inner feelings. And the head will give you some answers, but it'll give you the logical answer. But the real answer is when you actually are feeling the answer. Because if you're feeling uncomfortable, there's something about that. This can show up in relationships too. I mean, you and I have conversations. There are times when we're not congruent and I have to be okay with saying what I say and living in my truth and maybe not liking your truth. And that's about me. That's not about you, right? And so it gets messy, I think. But I also believe relationships, we create these relationships to show us where we're at and help us get comfortable embracing the totality of ourselves. Is that how you feel about it? What is it like for you? Yeah, it feels it feels right because that the only compass we can follow is our own compass. There's no other compass that would be right unless you want to trust somebody else's opinion, but then when you're doing when we're doing trusting somebody else's opinion, we're following somebody else's advice and that's not our truth. It's only their advice. <laughs> Well, and it is coming up a lot in relationships right now. I mean, I'm at 100% today for conversations around how our relationships are being challenged or how what I believe about my relationship is being challenged or what I thought my relationship is or am I being honest with myself about what we have or is it all it should be or could be or am I happy with this or golly, there's just relationships alone seem like an endless spiral of things that can get sticky and... Well, it's the place we all grow. I mean, when we're by ourselves, we really don't grow as fast because there's no external triggers. I mean, there there can be external triggers, but those are just our triggers. But when you're in a relationship, that makes it very different, especially when it's a couple. When you're a couple, it, because it, you you always have the option to move on. And some people do, some people don't. Well, even before the moving on, because, you know, it's really easy to move on, honestly. 
we say it's hard, but it's the easiest choice a lot of the time. This isn't working. I'm just going to find another partner. And what I've learned is that most of the time that partner is going to reflect back exactly where I'm at. So all I'm doing is changing the role, but I'm not moving any energy. Yeah, that's the ironic uh, part about saying the word you're moving on in the relationship. You're really not moving on. You're just moving parallel. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way I see it because it's like, oh, I'll just slide this way. Because you're not taking a step forward and you're not taking a step back. You're just moving to the side. That's how I see it. And sometimes relationships don't grow at the same pace or they don't go in the same direction. And that's what I've seen too is we're moving along and we're growing and we're moving together and we're growing. And then all of a sudden it's like somebody starts to take a left and somebody starts to take a right and we're still trying to hold on and we're not growing in the same way or we're not growing at the same pace. So that can bring up too, is it time for us to make a different decision or, or whatever? Yeah, that's, that is the other option as because both, especially in a growing couple relationship, it, both of you are growing. So what that growth look like might be totally different in two or three years or one year or even just a month. Well, you know, and, and kind of what we're talking about is loss and to take loss in another direction, because these energies right now are intense and they're, they're bringing up things that we're not happy with in our life or things that we thought were okay, but we were kind of annoyed with right now we're really annoyed with. (laughs) And some people are actually leaving the planet because it's also bringing up things that for the unconscious people or the people that haven't wanted to deal with like health issues or emotions that are really stuck in the body, they can't take these these high frequency energies. And there's been some death and some loss in that sense too, which is I lost somebody from from my soul family from way back in my journey when I was very unconscious and we were acting out together. We were close for a number of years and... I found out now that he's gone and part of me now that's awakened sees the amazing connection that we have that has, he's a starseed too. I don't know if anybody in his tribe knows it, (laughs) (laughs) but I know that we go way back to other worlds and other times. And most of my tribe from that time when we were busy with drugs and alcohol and whatever, most of those people have transitioned. So there's this other party going on out there in the etheric and I'm still here So it's very emotional time with all this loss and change comes a lot of sadness, a lot of moving those feelings. And it's funny because like when my brother got killed, I never knew how much he played a part in my life. And with death, that's the whole thing. It's like we don't we don't realize how much of an impact these people have until they're gone, because then our mind, our heart or whatever you want to say some there is a connection that is broken energetically and physically from this planet and then it expands and then there's your real connection and that's where you start to discover wow that was much more than just this yeah we were talking the other day about who else but a soul that we've traveled with through lifetimes and galaxies and become just really intertwined with who else but somebody like that would we actually sign up to have torture us and hurt us and abuse us and kill us. And like, I really do believe we create these stories before we come here and we do it with the same soul family over and over again. What's that movie with Tom Hanks and Halle Berry? Uh, Where they reincarnate over and over. Oh, 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 Cloud Atlas. That's the one. 
I do believe that's what's happening. And I love that they ended that movie on another planet because that's exactly what I believe is happening. That ties together <laughs> the whole story of the reincarnation of the star seeds of the soul family of the only thing they didn't depict in that movie is that I believe we create these stories together by design and we do it to evolve and we do it to evolve consciousness around ourselves and that's why we're here. And I do see it happening on earth. As intense as these energies are, there's a lot of shifting going on in a good way right now. Yeah. And back to that movie, it's like, they never said it wasn't like that. So they, I have a feeling if they had expanded the movie, it probably would have been because a lot of the events were synchronistic to each and other, other events. So they, whoever wrote that movie is listening to this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was a very conscious movie for our time. Well, and and another thing that came up in the movie that was interesting is the symbols, how there would be an amulet that showed up in each lifetime or a tattoo or some kind of a symbol that showed up in each incarnation to kind of thread them together. And I've I've been triggered by symbols before, and I know you're big on like sacred geometry and symbolism and oh, stuff. Yeah. Well, also the the irony of all of that. I I don't know how long it's been since you've seen the movie, but the whole start of things was the song called Cloud Atlas that was written by one of the people that they were in the past life. Right. And the lady and Holly Berry remembers. It's like, I, I've heard that before, but I don't know from where. Such but a the, good movie. Yeah, that's. I'd recommend it to anybody. Well, now I know what we're watching after the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I... I kind of wanted to thread some of this together again and, and say that Lionsgate happens every year. It's a very intense time. We're coming up on the culmination of it, which is going to be August 11th. That is a Saturday. And I would be really remiss if I didn't bring up this huge global event that I'm part of that I would love you to join us for. So on August 11th, it, the apex of this energy is on Infinity Day, 8-8, which is the infinity sign if you roll it over. So on the 8th, you're going to feel the heightenedness of all this energy. And then it will start to decrease a bit. And on August 11th, Lionsgate closes, as they say. And on that day, we are going to have a worldwide meditation. It's the 11th at 111. Wherever you are in the world, just look for 111. Pause and take a few moments. You can either use the meditation that we pre-recorded. I did this with Ava Marquez, who works a lot with Star Seeds. She's a wonderful person, avamarquez.com. And we got together and she created a meditation in the language of light. And then I did voice work with that to create an English version of a meditation. And we put the two together. It's on an MP3 on my website. You can go to journeyofpossibilities.com slash events and click on that. You can either play it if you go somewhere where you have Wi-Fi or a signal on your phone, or you can download it and take it with you if you, like we are, are going out in the wilderness. And that way you can pull it up and play it. We will be here in Texas meeting in Carmine, Texas, which is kind of near Austin. And we're going to be gathering there to do the worldwide meditation event. And there are gatherings going on all over the world for this. It's not too late for you to have one with a few of your friends or just Take a few moments at 111 that day to get very still. The intention is to get quiet, center yourself, fill yourself with light, and then feel your connection to everyone else doing this around the world as we send out the light 
to fill the crystals of the earth because the crystals are magical stones that we have brought here from other worlds. They hold intention and they radiate it back out. They are wonderful frequency holders. So we are going to fill the crystal grid of the earth with the highest vibration there is, which is unconditional love and divine white light. And then go ahead and extend it out to every other living being on the planet. And that includes our four-legged, two-legged, winged ones, so that everything on the planet is filled with unconditional love and light. Even if you have plans that day, I challenge you to take a bathroom break, go out to your car. If you're working, whatever you need to do at one eleven, please give five to 10 minutes of your life to this really powerful intention, because we believe we're going to create a palpable difference. That just sounds yummy. <laughs> yummy. The the other part also, uh, don't forget to mention, you do have a Facebook group. Uh, some people have done a Facebook group, right? Harmonic Convergence, I, if I remember right. It's a Harmonic Convergence 333. Yes, you can find it. We have our own website, Harmonic Convergence 333. You can also find us on Facebook. And you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Cheryl Sitz or Ava Marquez. And you can check out our YouTube videos if you're not on Facebook. Because there are still like two people on the planet that aren't on Facebook. <laughs> So yeah, come check it out and see what we're up to. And we would love to have you join us from wherever you are. Ava's also having a group. Uh, so yeah, there are several groups. Yeah, I think there's one in Canada too, right? They're, they're in Canada. They're in New Zealand. We are all over the planet. We've got somebody in Germany doing it. I love it. We need all these groups. We need all this love. And this is the 30th anniversary of Jose Arguelles' original Harmonic Convergence. The 333 that everyone asks about is 111 p.m. is a 3. And August 11th, 2018 is a three and 30th anniversary is a three. And that's our three, three, three. And what you may not know about the original harmonic convergence is that Jose Arguelles was passionate about the 13 moon calendar, which is something that the Mayans were passionate about living in alignment with the planets. Are you noticing a thread here to the star seed theme? I believe this is why we are so connected to planetary movement, because that's where we came from. It's where we're going back to. That is our true community, is us with all the planets and how we all impact one another in our vibrations. So he believed in living with the 13 moon calendar. So we're going to be channeling him at our event. And I know also at Ava's event. So get in alignment with who we really are. And if you're wondering if you're a star seed, thinking you probably are because most people that aren't starseeds just think we're crazy. So <laughs> if you think you are, what a great day and time to go into the question and sit with it in your body. What would you advise, Mario, on top of that? What what else do you think can help someone realize if they're a starseed? What are some hints? You might be a starseed if. You might be a starseed if you keep on looking at the sky and looking at the moon and looking at the stars and looking at a certain specific star. Like for example, for me, Every time I walk out with my dog and it's dark, it's like, for whatever reason, no matter where I go out, I know where Orion's belt is all the time. And without even looking at the sky, I just know I'm, a, I'm it's that way. If you have something like that, chances are that that's probably one of them. If you're just curious, you know, you're we're all getting bombarded by the whole ancient aliens. Mm -hmm. And just think about that. <laughs> and I'll leave it like that. Or maybe you wonder, how did those big stones happen? How did those pyramids happen? That's just otherworldly. Well, yeah, yeah it actually is. <laughs> it always is interesting when you go deep into this 
there's because then you begin to understand, oh, there is my habit or that's why I do this or that's why I do that. It it puts it all together and I can't explain exactly how, but it just becomes something that you know. And I, I can't even explain it. That That's all. I, you just know. Well, I've mentioned a couple of my favorite guides and teachers on here. So one TLC, which you can find at the CarmineConnection.com. Those were my original teachers on this path of you might be a star seed. And I still remember calling Mario and it's so funny. Like I said, I'm here in Texas. I'd had a conversation with him. He'd moved into my house, this coach, David. And David had suggested, you know, through this conversation, it had come out that maybe I'm not from here originally. And I went back into my bedroom and I picked up my cell phone and I called Mario and I crouched down like in the corner and I got really quiet and I went, Mario, did you know I'm an alien? Like, I don't know who I was afraid was going to hear me. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious because it, it was, let me see if I can simulate it. Mario, did you know we were aliens? <laughs> and I, I kind of, you know, scientifically, it's like I was going, well, yeah. That's exactly yeah, what he did. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, I can see I went, that. What? <laughs> and that changed my life. That was the beginning of changing my life. And I've had some amazing teachers come into my life. One thing that's fun to play with, so I've talked about the gut as the compass, like our internal compass, we feel it through our gut and through our heart. So it's really important to align there. That said, there's still a part of my human side that's going, this is crazy. This can't be real. And it seems like inevitably everywhere I went with that story, this can't be real. And a question on my heart, somebody showed up with the answer, not affirming that it wasn't real, affirming that it was real. (laughs) I've had so many channelers and coaches and guides tell me I've had hundreds of lifetimes on earth, that I'm Pleiadian, I'm from Orion, I'm like, I was here during Atlantis and Lemuria, I resonate with Lemuria. It It's not from one story, because there's a lot of choices out there, that, that those same answers would come up over and over and over again, and that I would be drawn to the same people who also are from those places in their reality. It's like, okay, I, you know, at some point you just go, yeah, I'm done disbelieving. (laughs) It's kind of obvious. Yeah. The the little switch turns from off to on. Yep. And that's it. And we're here. (laughs) So my most recent teacher is James Devitt, who has bluestarspiritual.org and is part of the Awakening Network. And he channels some great information. And one thing that he said that really stuck with me is, we're not trying to ascend. Starseeds have already ascended. We come from worlds. We come from other planets where we have already gone through the ascension process. Yes, we've put on human bodies. Yes, we've forgotten who we are, just like everyone else. However, as we remember who we are, part of our remembering is to recognize that we've been through ascension and that's why we wanted to be here. We want to help with the ascension process because we've experienced it before. And so again, that's tapping into that, that internal wisdom that comes with the soul, body through body through body, as we peel away the programming and peel away the forgetting and start to remember that can show up and come forward. And then we can bring those powerful knowings into incarnation here now and help earth ascend in her vibration. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Is that kind of how you see it or what do you want to add? You're (laughs) doing pretty good in covering it all. So (laughs) the only thing we're all in it together. It doesn't mean that we're here on our own. 
we have individuals and you know even if your friend next to you says you're crazy or something he's still your friend <laughs> you know with that's the beauty about friends they'll they'll if they are your true friends they'll be with you no matter what and they're probably a starseed that's just not ready to wake up yet <laughs> yeah, they probably don't want to see it but it's okay well and and let's talk about the elephant in the room with this if you've got family that you're like, okay, if I start talking about starseeds and stuff, they're going to lock me up. I can understand why you would want to keep it on the down low. That said, connect with someone. If it's Mario and I, if it's a network, if it's a starseed coach, which we are, we both are, whatever it takes for you to, to at least own it for yourself. Because again, this comes full circle back to what I said in the beginning. If we don't live in the totality of who we are, at least for ourselves, we don't have to run around with poster boards, but it's important to own the truth for ourselves. because I do believe that where we disown, disallow, judge and make wrong parts of ourselves, those are the parts of ourselves that get sick. And so we're trying to shift from that place to being at peace with the truth of who we are. You know, the other part about the starseed conversation is when you talk about a starseed coach or something like that, you know, the, it it's so expansive because it, it's not just about the galactic. It's about integrating the life experience here on Earth. I, Having been in this field for a long time now, I see some people escape only to one side of it, and the totality of who we are is this human being here. So we we all work together to be this connected network. So don't think it's just for this or for that. It's Just try to embrace it all. Absolutely. You bring up a good point. Some of us are comfortable in our starseed self, flying around in the ethers all the time. And we joke, you know, that we'll, we'll, we'll give someone lead boots. It's, it's <laughs> like, okay, that's great. I get it. It's beautiful to hang out up there. But we came to be here now. We came to anchor these energies. And that means bringing the truth of who we are, not only connecting upward to our galactic families wherever they are and to the great central sun and all of that, but connecting deep into Mother Earth and then connecting outward, radiating outward and connecting to humans and starseeds and whoever are around us, light workers, we are all one. And so it's about living equally in all those parts of ourselves and making peace with all those parts of ourselves. Another interesting thing I wanted to bring up is you couldn't be alone if you tried. I know that if you're like me, you were raised to believe there is a God up there that's, you know, watching us all the time, looking over us, also judging us, that God sent a son, that there is God the Spirit. I was raised in a very traditional Christian upbringing. And what I've now come to understand is that there are many, 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 many layers to what is meant by the word spirit. Spirit for you may be your galactic family back on the home planet, on the home world. Your spirit may be source, creator, the creator of all of it. Your spirit may be your ancestral spirits that walk with you and talk with you. And whether you talk to the Native Americans about what spirit means, or the starseeds about what spirit means, or the Christians about what spirit means, the universal meaning is that we are not alone. There are all of those spirits right here with us, connecting us to other worlds that we can't see, that we can't touch. 
but that we can feel from the heart and through meditation. So in these crazy energies right now, there's a lot of sadness. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of things being shaken loose in us. It's really important to go to that still space where we couldn't be alone if we tried and feel all the love that is for us by all the souls that walk with us day after day after day, the unseen world that's really taking care of us. It's funny. I, I, you brought up another point of Native Americans. It's like Native Americans also have star seats in some of their their knowledge, yes, which is really cool. When you said that, it's like, oh yeah, they they have that that knowledge also. So that's kind of neat, you know. I I always get surprised by one layer after another layer. So that's cool. It is cool, and I'm kind of glad that I live in a conservative area. That's one of one of the slower ones to come into some of these truths because it's been interesting for me to embrace and stand in my truth from a place of, am I going to be persecuted? And as long as we're talking about starseeds and reincarnations, we not only have had hundreds of lifetimes on earth of evolving consciousness, but we've had it on other planets. So how many times do you think that you have been in a body that has been persecuted for the truth that you knew and told and spoke and lived? It, it's in all of us, that fear of persecution, that, that fear of being killed, that fear of whatever, if I stand in my truth. And this isn't going to be the first time that we say, okay, I'm going to do it anyway. We've done that before too. And it's the most empowering thing there is to stand here and say, whatever happens to me, this is who I am and I'm at peace with it. Absolutely perfect words there, hon. <laughs> That probably is about coming to the end of the show. You're the clock keeper today. How are we doing? We're at, uh, we're, we're close to 35 minutes right now. Well, yeah. You're gonna... Close to the, it's just say we're close to the end, I guess. We're, j- we're close to the end. Okay. I kind of thought so. Well, we've brought up all kinds of subjects today. And how has your Lionsgate been going, my dear? Anything you want to share real quick? I'm tired. <laughs> I need a nap. And that was this morning. <laughs> so it's all, it, it's piling on. There's, there's emotional stuff and just conversations with friends and conversations with myself and conversations with who, who knows what else is out there that I've been talking to. So it's, <laughs> it's out there and, and I'm, I'm not afraid to admit it. There, there's some voices that talk to me. So, yeah. you know, and those are just, that's part of this whole process. It's we grow because we have to allow it to go through whether and rather than holding it. And we've talked about this in the show before. It's like if we hold those emotions back, it's just going to manifest in your body. So if you want to cry, cry. If you want to yell, yell and just let it through because that's what we're here for to have that experience. Yes, so true. And that reminds me, if you listening are going through something where something's trying to have come shake loose in your body, maybe there's something you've been carrying for a long time and these energies are really agitating it. It wants to release and you're scared and you don't know how to do it and you need some help. Please reach out. That's why I'm here. Mario's here. I've got both of our websites on the show, journeyofpossibilities.com. You can also pass a message through me to Mario. Check out his work at techlifebalance.net and mariorosales.net. We're here for you. You don't have to do this on your own. And my other point is, let's take care of the little critters. If you think we're feeling these energies, 
our cats and dogs and all of our pets and animals, they're feeling them too. And if they've got any kind of health issues, it's really putting a strain on them too. So let's just all take care of ourselves and each other right now. Absolutely. <laughs> he doesn't have a lot to say today, but when he speaks, it's powerful. <laughs> that, you know, the, the, you've covered it very well. That's why I haven't had much to say. <laughs> you've, you, you've been through the ringer, dear. <laughs> And you have the language for it. And some of these things can't be put into words. And that's what I love about you. You have that talent of words. Because sometimes people ask me, and I don't put it as eloquently as you do. Oh, thank you. I'm glad I can find some language for it. And I still don't feel like I scratched the surface. But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I've connected to a vibration in you that's showing you some truths. That's all language is really for. Language is to start to transmit a picture or a vibration or a frequency from me to you so that you can step into a possibility. And to me, that's what Journey of Possibilities is all about. So any way I can help you, reach out to me. Hang on. We're getting through Lionsgate one way or another, <laughs> kicking and screaming or laughing and playing. So to the best that you can, swim, laugh, beat a drum, find creative, playful ways to move this energy. Absolutely, yes. Yes and yes. See, what else do I have to say? <laughs> God, that was easy. All right, then. Well, I guess that takes us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining us. We'd love to have you back next week. And let me know what you thought of the show. Drop me a note, info at journeyofpossibilities.com. And we'll see you next time on Exploring Possibilities. Say bye, Mario. Bye, Mario. Bye, <laughs> Mario.